Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, TPFL. It's July 7th, 2017. 777. Lucky sevens on a Friday with all these big tournaments. Oh, buddy. Anyway, we got 13 games to talk about here on tonight's slate, and it is a very good and interesting 13 game slate. As always on Friday, my co host, The Siege. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, man? 13 games. It feels like 20 with all the pitching options we've got on this board. Ton of pitching options, some really good spots for hitters, a lot to talk about. So let's just jump right in. We'll do our play draft draft um, at the end. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out. Playdraft.com backslash Grinders. Best of three for Friday, just because the slate's so deep. Well, if we're gonna do that, we'll um, we'll extend it on to like tomorrow or something. But um, I'm guessing we're gonna be talking over an hour, so we don't want to do three drafts. But we'll yeah, we'll we'll just we'll tweet out we'll tweet them out the extra ones out to the listeners. Yeah, there you go. Um, if you haven't checked out Sponsor, make sure you check them out. They did a play draft NFL show on Thursday night. That's right there on the Grinders Live page. You guys can watch that on demand. Uh, it was interesting, that's for sure. But um, make sure you guys are checking that out. Let's get started. Atlanta at Washington. R.A. Dickey against Max Scherzer. Eight total. Atlanta Braves team total is under three. You hardly ever see a team total under three in the summer. Yeah, especially when the wind's blowing out to right here in Washington. But this is a game that they're still playing because they had the non-rain rain delay for two <laughs> hours and then finally uh, played that game. Uh, so uh, could be some tired bodies, uh, that's for sure. Um, but in terms of uh, plays from this game, I think Scherzer's going to be super popular. If I'm not mistaken, doesn't um, one of, one of, doesn't Freddie Freeman own him? Or that's no, he owns Strasburg. I never remember. I never got that right. Yeah, it's Strasburg. I because I, I went to like you know I always try to write up at least one um, cash game pitcher, and I went to write up Scherzer today, and I was like, is it Scherzer or Strasburg that Freddie Freeman destroys, and it's Strasburg? Yeah, not that he's not that he's doing terrible against Scherzer in his own right. Like it's pretty respectable, but yeah, I, I think this is definitely a good spot for Scherzer. Um, I don't know if I'm paying up for pitcher today. Like we'll we'll talk about this as we roll on, and there are just some options at the top that are just elite for sure. But I you know there's also six or seven options in the mid tier that like are probably fifteen hundred or two thousand at least too cheap. So it's like, it's going to be a decision. Like Scherzer's thirteen two on DraftKings. I just don't see myself paying that price. I know full well that a forty burger is in perfect play here, but there's just too many other talented options at a discount for me to probably roster him today at that price. Yeah, it's not like you're saying Scherzer's bad. Scherzer leads the league in swinging strike rate. He leads the league in strikeout rate. He's seconding with the lowest contact rate. So, like, you're not saying Scherzer's bad. You're just saying there's 10 other pitchers on this slate that you can save some money that might not get to 40, 
but you know Scherzer's going to have to pitch a really good game to get to 40. He does have over seven fan or 30 fantasy points in seven of his last eight starts. If you're playing cash games, you're probably playing Scherzer. Um, I gotta be honest, I'm not sure he's a lock in cash. I really don't think he is. Coors is on the board here, Stevie. Yeah, Coors is on the board, but in cash games, you want a high floor, and why not take the highest floor on the on the mound? But like it's thirteen two. Like, what's the floor of um, you know? Let's like, what's the real? Let's like, what's the floor of uh, Sean Mania against Seattle? It's like less than half off. Like, I just this mid tier is so strong. Like James Paxton's probably two thousand two cheap. Like, I gotta be honest. I don't think sure there's a lock in cash games at thirteen two. I really don't. Like, there's too many talented spots on the board for hitters. Um, guessing zero interest in Ari Dickey. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, low upside play on a slate like this. Um, any bats really standing out to you here? Daniel Murphy, Ryan Zerman. Doesn't Worth have, like, good BVP against Dickey? No. Uh, Worth's on the DL, isn't he? He probably is. Yeah, he's I on just, the DL. I just was remember. I thought Worth had good BVP. He might, but he's on the DL, so it doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter. You're right. Uh, Zimmerman has really good BVP against him. Holy crap! Fourteen yeah, for him. Yeah. yeah, that's why yeah. I brought him up. Yeah, play Zimmerman. Um, nobody from the Braves, right? No. All right, just making a note. Zimmerman BVP. <laughs> All right, Milwaukee, New York. Um, Junior Herrera against uh, Jordan Montgomery. Ten and a half total here. Massive total for this game. Um. Jordan Montgomery's our boy. Any interest here? Yeah. Love my boy in this spot. Great spot for him. Against Milwaukee, you know. Hopefully everybody watched that Mike Montgomery start and uh, won't play talented lefties against the Brewers. Please don't. (laughs) Lefties definitely – or Milwaukee against lefties is definitely a team, you know, that has a massive strikeout rate. They do have decent numbers outside of their strikeout rate, but – Montgomery's a reverse splits guy, going to face a bunch of righties here. I think that Montgomery is definitely in play in tournaments. Well, the price, too, Stevie. He's 6500 Yeah, he's cheap. That's insane. Hey, I- I'm not disagreeing with you. I mean, and he's been coming off a couple, like, tough matchups, too. Like, you know, like, this is his best matchup that he's had in a while. So, like, you know, that upside that we haven't seen a ton of lately, like, I don't think it's gone. I just think it's been matchup-driven, and I think it's all here today. Low ownership with a high total. Yeah, I can definitely get behind Montgomery. Um, the the flip side here, though, you have no interest in Guerrero? No, but I don't know if I'm going to be as high on the Yankees' bats as others. It's hard not to like the righties, right? Like, he continues to struggle with home runs against righties. It's going to come down. He's not going to have a 27% home run to fly ball ratio against righties, but he is definitely struggling with home runs to righties, and we have two of the best right-handed power bats in baseball on the Yankees team. Sure, but if you're going to stack the Yankees, right, it's probably because you're playing the lefties, and, like, those are the guys that I'm really concerned about here. I think I would just play Judge and Sanchez as a two-man. Yeah, I might even just – you know, I, I think it's a spot where you could just – it really depends. It's a 13-game slate, so, like, ownership normally should be spread out, but we've seen a couple wacky spots lately where there's been some condensed ownership. If it's not going to be condensed, I'm totally fine with it, but, you know – yeah, I'll probably have some Judge and Sanchez. I'm probably more likely just to play them as one-offs than together, though. Could you play Travis Shaw as a one-off here? Could you play Travis Shaw as a one-off against Jordan Montgomery? Like, we know Montgomery's given up some home runs uh, to the left. Uh, 
Like Travis Shaw's third, really third base is so loaded today. I just don't know if I could pull that trigger. That's fair. Then, then again, I guess a lot of them are against guys that I kind of just think are decent. Hmm. Hmm. Aren't you just going to play Manny Machado with three eight versus Jorge? I don't know what Jorge is, but apparently he's a pitcher on this slate. Like I, I just, uh, what's the price on Shaw? Forty five hundred. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, I, I think you got to play Lamb first. We move on. Houston at Toronto, nine and a half total. Charlie Morton against Aaron Sanchez. Uh, Charlie Morton's first start coming off the DL. I think I read somewhere he threw 74 pitches in his last rehab start, so I would expect him to get 90 to 100 pitches here. Um, any interest in Morton? Yeah, I have some interest, but I just don't think on this slate, like I'm going to eventually go there. Like he's going to make an early, he's going to make the early list, um, but he's probably just a guy that's going to be a casualty of the slate. But like I, I like the spot on paper, but there's also like 12 other spots I like, and I can't roster 13 pitchers. So <laughs> this is kind of a spot where you know he's probably going to get cut. Yeah, I will say that I am going to probably spread out my ownership on pitchers today. There's just so many of them. But I don't think Morton's going to make the list either. He's been kind of a reverse splits guy this year. Um, he definitely has some positive regression coming against righties. He's just going to face a lot of righties, and he's been struggling with them this year. Yeah, Toronto's been hitting the ball decent the last couple nights too. Like, I don't know if this is the time they really start trying to stream guys against Toronto. I'm, I'm not really sure that's probably the best idea in the world. How tilting was it with McCullers? Oh. Did I didn't see, play any McCullers, but it was more just like Russell Martin was like thirty percent owned against a right-handed pitcher, and I was just literally like looking up at the sky, like the roof in my building. It was just because he was batting second. It was so tilting that he got there. Ugh. And then Beltran got there too. I was just like, all this terrible shot got there. It was just whatever. Yeah, shit like that happens all the time. That's part of DFS, but it's super annoying. Um, Aaron Sanchez here. This is his first start since the middle of May. Um, you know, he really hasn't thrown – he threw 101 in his first start this season, but he hasn't thrown over 95 cents. Um, I'm guessing no interest here. Yeah, no interest. Not a high K-rate guy uh, to begin with this season before he went on the DL, I believe. So, you know, giving up a lot of hard contact. But he was giving up a fair amount of soft contact, which is nice. But just doesn't generate enough swing and strikes for me. Um, any interest in the Astros here? And, you know, as I, was, as I was saying all those wonderful things about how he doesn't generate any swing and strikes, I was asking the same question. Um, they'll probably make a list, you know, come back to me, like, tomorrow. I just – there's so many options. I kind of just have to wait, waddle through here. It's, this isn't, like, one of those slates where, like, it's just super obvious what I'm going to do. It's kind of one where I'm probably just going to have to, like, really sit down and just spend six or seven hours just digging through numbers if I really want to kind of play it optimally today, so – I think they're fine. I just – I don't think I'm going to end up loving them, but, you know, it's early. I could, I could change my mind. The reason that I would, like, stack Houston is they have the righties to get the job done against a fly ball right-handed pitcher. Like, I, I think they're interesting because of that. We get a fly ball pitcher in Toronto. Power upside's there. Like, that would be the reason. Um, and then on the Blue Jays, any interest here against Morton? Russell Martin, right? 100%. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I don't hate the idea of a stack against the pitcher coming off the DL in this spot, but I don't think it's something I would do. Today. Well, it's two pitchers coming off the DL, right? Like, this could be a really interesting game to game stack. 
you know, I just it's there's just enough spots I like more, but you know, maybe something comes up funky during research and I kind of lose a spot or two that I like and maybe they make the cut. Danny Valencia just hit a three-run homer and I got moved from right like I was like 15 spots to the good and now I'm the spot that's out of the cash. That's so tilting. Uh, of course, because yeah, Danny Valencia was chopped today. Why not? Yeah, right. Boston, yeah. Tampa, Drew Pomerantz, Jake Odorizzi. Um, any interest in these two guys? Any interest in these two guys? No. Hell no. Yeah, division game. These guys have seen each other a bunch. Um, even though Tampa strikes out a bunch, I guess like man, his You're not playing Drew Pomerantz on the slate. Have you looked at his BVP? Yes. It's but like intense. I mean, it is really intense, but <laughs> like twenty six strikeouts and fifty six at bats. You're really gonna play like pay for Pomerantz at like freaking eight seven over Paxton. Over like Maeda. Paxton's gonna be ultra chalk. You keep mentioning Paxton, he's gonna be so chalky in the slate. Yeah, but he's so good. He is good. I don't disagree. I, I like Paxton a lot in the spot, but I'm just saying. I mean, he did get shelled by Oakland earlier this season, but I mean, yeah, I could see myself fading Paxton just because of ownership, but I guess we'll get there. I just I mean the BVP I guess is like just so elite, I have to consider it, but man. He's gotten shelled by them this year, if that makes you feel any better about fading them. Yeah, it makes me feel a little bit better, but... He's given, um, up, seven, he's given up seven runs in seven and a third innings. Um, guessing zero interest in Odorizzi, right? No, none. Zero. This Do is I the first time in a while I've wanted to stack the Red Sox. Alright. Well, tell me why you want to stack the Red Sox. Odorizzi, reverse splits guy against a very right-handed heavy team. Now we'll have to see what the status of Xander Bogertz is. I, I'd be surprised if we see him the rest of the series. And that would be a step down for this Red Sox offense, and that they might drop like out of consideration. That's how nitpicky I can get on this slate. But on on paper, you know, this is a really dream spot, and the Tampa bullpen is nothing to be afraid of. Yeah, Xander comes back, hits a home run, comes back. Next game gets hit in the first at bat in his hand, and so tilting. I hate when this stuff like that happens. Um, and then on the other side, like I guess, like I don't mind Longoria here. Wilson Ramos, some of these right-handed bats against Pomerantz. I don't see yeah, it. It's just this, this slate. I doubt I'm going to play these guys. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, it's just there's so many options on this slate. We move on. Detroit at Cleveland. Jordan Zimmerman against Carlos Carrasco. Nine and a half total. Carrasco a minus 200. We just saw this matchup, and Carrasco just absolutely destroyed this Detroit team. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's, he's another – he's one of those guys on the list today. Like, I don't think you can just, like, immediately write him off. Well, he, he kind of has to be on the list. You know, they project to have six right-handed hitters in this lineup. He has a 28.6% strikeout rate with a 15.22 swinging strike rate against righties this season. Like, they're going to throw a bunch of righties at him. Like, he is a guy that has massive upside. And this game has some weather issues. So, like, we could potentially get Carrasco, like, minus 5% if this game becomes like a game that people don't want to test the weather. Yeah, absolutely. But I got to be honest, like early on, it doesn't look like it's a very good spot. Like I'm willing to test the weather if it's like orange, yellow. I don't know if I'm going to go or like, if it's like straight orange, orange. (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to challenge that kind of weather on this slate, just with so many low owned options that I like, like, I don't know if I'm going to be that kind of, I'm a risk taker, but I just don't know if this is the right slate to be super risk 
heavy in that kind of sense because there's so many good pitching options. No, no Zimmerman, right? Hell no. No Detroit bats. Nope. Cleveland's an awesome stack here. Uh, Jordan Zimmerman Meh. has been terrible. He's been terrible against lefties this season. Terrible. Meh. I'm not stacking this. Like everyone's going right back to the well with the Indians. Pass. It's a 13-game slate with cores. I don't have to worry about ownership. You say that. Like, how many good stacks are there on the board? Like, four? Baltimore, Five? Cleveland, Chicago, Colorado. Chicago? Boston. Whoa! Oh, that's no. right. They're in court. Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say. I was thinking, I was thinking Cubs. And I was just like, Cubs against Trevor Williams. You out of your mind? And then I remember that was the day slate game. <laughs> I am playing Trevor Williams on the day slate for what it's worth. I know. I know. It's not what you said. Chicago. No, I was just like, no, no. have you lost your mind? Wind blowing in at 14 miles an hour. That's what really? I was saying. That's why I was thinking like, I was thinking Cubs and I was just like, you're out of your freaking mind. Yeah. For, for what it's worth, we didn't talk about those two early games. I'm going to play Williams and game stack San Diego Philly. Yeah. I'm right there with you, buddy. Yeah, right there with you. Especially after San Diego just let down the whole world. All right, well, you're you're lukewarm on the Cleveland stack. I think they're a top three stack today. Um, I really top like three. Zimmerman's been terrible against lefties. Like, you want me to read the numbers? They're terrible. Where's the home runs coming from? They're coming from Brantley, Edwin, Ramirez. Brantley, Brantley has Pizzenhall. like no power. Who? Brantley has like no home runs on the season. Stop I mean, it. He just hit one yesterday. <laughs> he didn't hit one yesterday. I wish he had. I'm sure he did. Oh my yes, you mean yesterday? Yesterday? Yeah. No, maybe, but like. He's just not a power hitter. Like, there's no – like, yeah, they can double their way to, like, 15 runs, I guess. But on this slate, like, that's not going to get it done. They're so cheap, too. Good. Everyone's going to like, play – that's good. That just means their ownership's going to be through the roof with all those stud pitchers. Excellent. Good. Tack that onto my stud pitcher fade. I'll stack on the Cleveland fade right with it. There you go. Los Angeles at Texas. Ricky, the man, Nolasco, against Cole Hamels. Ten total here. Hot projected day in Texas. Um, no pitchers here, right? No pitchers, but uh, Ricky Nolasco, for real. He's he's for real, man. Well, kind of. Kind of for real. <laughs> like, Do you want to retract that? <laughs> no. He's been good this year, man. You've been making fun of him all year, and the guy just keeps out there throwing those quality starts, throwing it's good all games. About, it, it, like, I, I make fun of him, but realistically, it's all about matchups for him. because It of the is all about matchups, and this is a good one. I'm not playing him, but I'm just not playing Texas. God, I didn't realize what he did against Seattle last time. <laughs> destroyed them. Oh, thank God that was on the weekend. I no, it was. It was. I trust me because I I played the Seattle stack. I I forgot to play the Seattle stack, and I was like, oh, thank goodness I forgot to play it. And then I saw like Ricky Nolasco had been shelled by them in his career too. Like it was the most anti BVP argument in the history of all time. He almost no hit him, I think, too. Um. All right. So any Angels bats that stand out to you here? No. No, Maybe not at all. Cameron Maven. I, I don't mind Maven here. They get a ballpark upgrade. Massive. He's been oh, Hamels can't hold anyone on. That's a great call. Yeah, that's. I forgot about that. Let me type in. Let me just write down Angels. But they don't really have a lot of speed outside of Maven, do they? Eric Young Jr. Yeah, and he has good BVP against um, Hamels too. He yeah, has six stolen bases against him. Yeah, that's a that's a good call, Stevie. I definitely would have forgot about the Angel speed guys. Those are kind of nice, some nice arcade mode plays too. Um, outside of that, though, I don't see Maven and Young would probably be the only two guys that I would attack here. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, the only other guy, the only guy that I would like from Texas is Carlos Gomez. He profiles. I knew you were going to say that. You know I was going to say that. He profiles so well against them. Yeah, he profiles amazing in the BVP matches the profile. Yep. So I'm a fan of just playing Gomez as a one-off. He bats sixth on a 13-game slate. I don't see him being too popular here. God, I hope he bats sixth. He's going to bat second, but he's been batting still... sixth. He bats. He bats second the other night. Oh, that's Andrews went on the like paternity leave or DL, right? Paternity leave. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he comes if he, back. If he comes back, he's got the baby narrative. <laughs> baby narrative. All right. Baltimore, Minnesota. Kevin Gaussman against Felix Jorge. Uh, ten and a half total here. Gaussman's been a guy that's been really good lately. Yeah, this is a bad matchup for the Twins on paper. I was thinking that. I was just like a, a guy that throws a ton of sliders, reverse splits against a team that's pretty left-handed heavy. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm seeing this uh, this uh, this line here. Like, it's uh, Baltimore's favorite here, and I, I guess I like that part of it. But man, the total feels high. Like, I don't see the Twins getting anywhere near five runs. Yeah. The only the only thing that I could see here is the Baltimore bullpen has been being like beat up pretty bad over the last few games. Sure, but if Gaussman pitches well, you're not going to get to the bullpen. Yeah, you just you know Vegas looks at like year long numbers too, and like his year long numbers have been terrible. But you kind of have to throw that out of the window. He's been really good over those last few starts, and could have potentially corrected the issue that was going on earlier this year. Yeah, I think this is a very good spot for the Baltimore stack on paper. Don't think you need Kevin Gaussman on this slate, but if you if I saw someone play him in a tournament, I wouldn't like laugh at them. We look at um, Felix Jorge here. He's pitched five innings. We don't have a lot of data. So we look at – he's a guy that got called up from double-A in the twin system. He had 85 innings in double-A this season. Um, the walk rate was pretty solid. The swinging strike rate was pretty solid. The strikeout rate was only 17%. Um, definitely think the Baltimore stacks in play here. So he couldn't generate any swinging strikes in double-A? He had 11.2, just no strikeouts. Oh yeah, but that's the thing. If you can't generate strikeouts, like you have to, like one of the, the secrets, and I'll, I'll let this out on the podcast, is the minor league baseball hasn't used the new baseballs, but the like the lower seams. So that's why when you see all these minor leaguers come up and they start like struggling, that's why it's because the seams on the baseball are different, and it's why like you've seen these kids come up in the minors and start suddenly just start hitting at the MLB MLB level because the baseballs are different. So this is a really good spot for Baltimore where I think they could really uh, hit him for some hard power. Um, I know Baltimore's been really struggling, but this is a spot where I'm absolutely going to hop on. And this is a guy who's had a walk problem too. So, like, guys, King, who can walk guys, you know, he has, he showed some – I guess he's been better with it lately. But, like, early in the season he showed walk problems with his MLB debut. I'm not going to imagine, like, that's not going to reflare. Couldn't miss bats in that first game either. You know, let's like make that really clear, really quick. Like, who, who was that against? Um, he faced uh, Kansas City and couldn't miss bats. Like, they, were only, they were striking out a ton at that point, right? Oh, it, was ju- it just happened this weekend. Oh yeah, um, so this is like right during the middle of there. They're striking out a gazillion times stretch. The only thing I need to see is two strikeouts and seven hits in five innings. Yeah, I'm just trying to I want to pull up the game logs here, see kind of what just kind of see what happens here. Cause I think Baltimore is definitely a stack I'm have a lot of interest in. Let's see. The home run was Hosmer and the righties hit him pretty hard. I guess everybody got hits in that game. So yeah. 
No, I think this is kind of an interesting spot. So uh, I definitely think I'll have a bunch of Baltimore here. New York Mets, uh, any twins stand out to you here against Gaussman? He's been reverse splits in his career, but he's just been so good right now. Like, I just don't see myself rostering one. I really just want to believe that he has his stuff fixed and I can fade the twins here. That's kind of what I'm going to hope for. Yeah, you just – you look at it and just, you know, two hits against Tampa Bay, four hits against Toronto, only six hits against Cleveland. Like, his last three starts have been solid. He has nine – or seven strikeouts or more in four of his – or three of his last four starts. Absolutely. And the ground ball rate was back up in that Tampa game. That's what you wanted to see. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Mets, Cardinals, Jacob DeGrom against Carlos Martinez. Eight total here. Carlos Martinez, a slight favorite at 115. Um, man. Oh, wait. Man. I can go see Jacob DeGrom tomorrow. I was going to say, man, why are you not going to this game? This is an excellent baseball game. I just thought about it right now. Like DeGrom against Carlos Martinez? Yeah. And it's after lock, so you can get your lineup. It's the, it's in. the extra hour too. That's the clutch part. You got that extra hour. Yeah, I'd be, I'd, I'd be mad at you if you didn't go to this game. Ooh, the tickets are very nice. Uh, if any of my, any of the St. Louis listeners want to go to the game tomorrow, hit me up. All right, let's, uh, let's talk pitchers here. Uh, we have Degrom against the Cardinals team. Do you have any interest here? Uh, if I go to the game, I will. A <laughs> couple extra days of rest, too. Let's note that. This game got um, postponed on Wednesday, so he had Wednesday and Thursday off. So he has two days of extra rest here. God, and the Cardinals are just so bad. Like, man, the lineup's just not talented. And a guy like DeGrom could just – this is a, fi- a guy who could be 5% and just, like, win the slate. Like, who's going to play De- – who's going to, like, play DeGrom on this slate? This guy. You are. This guy. Yeah, Especially too. if like we start seeing weather issues in Cleveland, I think Degrom's a great pivot off of Carrasco. I kind of think he's the bright, yeah, I think he's the better play. Like what in the car? What what's the, what in the Cardinals lineup is scaring you right now other than Luke Voigt? <laughs> the voice did you see that ball? Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh my uh, god! Like you know, Matt Carpenter is the only starter that has an ISO over two hundred against right-handed pitching this season. They have a couple of guys that you know. You know, Jerko and Fam, like they have a couple guys, but I think Degrom could definitely mow these guys down. Like, you know, his, he has a lead strikeout stuff again. This is the Degrom from 2015, and this is the team that can just strike out in bunches, in bunches. Now I got to pull up the VVP too. Actually, hold on, I have it up. Oh, uh, it's a very, it was one start. It's freaking 26 at bats. It was one start. Yeah, and it could have been a long time ago too. Could have been last year when he was down in velocity and couldn't get his breaking ball to mint. Yeah. So I'm not too – this is one of those spots where I'm honestly not too concerned about it. I think the, on the flip side, I don't think Carlos Martinez is the worst option in the world either. See, I was going to say that I really like the Mets as a sneaky stack. Really like the Mets as a sneaky stack here. Well, you're going to have to tell me why. It's lefties against Carlos Martinez. And a whole lot of them. Yeah, but he's been able to up his ground ball rate against lefties this year. How much of that is legit, though? I need to look into the stats. Don't get me wrong. I need to pull up the batted ball profile. I I know he's been better. And I've done this multiple times where I go to Carlos Martinez starts and I stack against him and he just pitches great. But There's so many better options on the slate than starts. He still isn't striking anybody out. Oh, that's that's the wrong play. I knew that number was wrong. As soon as I looked at that number, that's Jordan Zimmerman. 
That's Jordan Zimmerman. I, I looked at it. I was just like, I started opening my mouth, and I was just like, wait a minute. There's no chance that's right. Jordan Zimmerman still stinks for anybody that was wondering. Yeah, it's still like Carlos Martinez still like is walking a gazillion lefties. He's still giving up a ton of power against them. Like the whip is way through the roof. Like the X FIP is four and a half. You know, like maybe the ground balls are up, but he's still giving up 35% fly balls, you know, 39% hard contact. Like that's just a massive number. I hope nobody saw my article. I might go change my fade. Oh, I might change my fade. Um, it yeah. just feels super sneaky. Like, no one's going to go here, and the wind's kind of pushing the ball to the right. Like, not totally going out towards the fence, but, like, just a little tweak in the wind, and suddenly it's blowing out to right. To right. Like, I really I just, think I played DeGrom, and I fade the rest of this game. Yeah, I think I'll probably end up with a Mets and a $4 team, like a, a low-dollar team kind of as a – you know, especially if I go to the game, I obviously will stack it. But I will say their DraftKings prices make them a really interesting stack. They're cheap. Uh, are they cheap? And then you can kind of pay up a pitcher, like not what I'm doing on the slate on the most part. But if you can do that, that's kind of interesting. Like a Struble's 33. Um, and you still get the terrible Cardinals bullpen too, which is always fun. Cespedes is 36. Jay Bruce is 36. Like – Granderson's the only guy you got to pay up for, and he's just been hot. That's the only reason he's priced up. He's kind of cooled down, though, lately. Yeah. The problem, the problem is I can't quite – I can't find the fifth Matt I want. Maybe well, Brandon we, Nemo will start again. I can play Nemo. Wouldn't it be Duda if he plays? No, Duda's the fourth. A Cabrera, Bruce, Cespedes, Duda. Who was I forgetting? Cespedes? I said that. Cabrera, Bruce, Cespedes, and Duda. Not paying 4K for Curtis Granderson. No, oh, yeah, so you're leaving off, leaving off Granderson. I yeah. kind of just want to see what it looks like, and then I can kind of pay – if I do that, I can get up to – actually, I probably played DeGrom for the correlation. And then, yeah, you can pay. You can play like DeGrom Carrasco with that team. The only guy that I kind of worry about here is Jay Bruce is 2 for 16 against him. Sure, but you're not playing him – does he have a home run in the two? Like, yes. I would have, yeah, yeah. Home run double. Like that's kind of what you're playing. That's kind of what you're playing them for in a stack, right? Yeah, I, I don't see it. I don't see myself going there, but I I, I understand the reasoning. Um, yeah, it's not my favorite, but I think it's like if, again, like if I play, like I'm considering playing pretty big on the slate just because I like the slates right before the like right before the break, and you know, fantasy draft has that fifty five dollar hundred k. This is my last baseball slate before the All Star break. Hundred percent. Yeah, actually, I might play. Actually, no, I'm not. Actually, I've had so much luck with the Sunday before the All Star break the last two years. I'll probably have to play that slate one more time. Oh, just because the lineups are just god awful usually. Kirk Newenheis free home run day. That was uh, one of my better days two years ago. Remember that day? I do remember that day. Drink, oh, my, drink. Dink won all the money. Yeah, all the I, money that day. I had. I won like a, almost all the money. Dink. Uh, Dink had a better version than me, but I had a really good day that day. So. I'll probably uh, roll out some more on that. But that day is funky. Like, that's a day you don't play a lot of money because yeah, all sorts sure. of random stuff happens, but it's fun. Chicago White Sox, Colorado Rockies, Coors Field. Play Derek, I think, Holland against German Marquis, 12 and a half total. Um, dude, I, I love the Rockies here. I hate it because I hate playing Coors, but Derek Holland is just really bad at everything against righties. Mm. He also gives up a ton of fly balls, right? He's a fly ball pitcher, yes. Hmm, that's very good for Coors Field, right? 
He's a he has a fly ball rate of forty three percent and a home run per nine of two point one three. Hard mm. contact of forty two percent. Like that's good, right? That's very good for Rocky Stacks. Yeah, just like I hope Hannigan gets the start, so we get to play a punt catcher here. No, Tom Murphy is Tom Murphy still around? I think they demoted him. I could be wrong. Boo! Yeah, but you look at Hannigan. Like he's gonna be so chalky though. He's twenty nine hundred. Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's definitely. I don't want Hannigan to start. Give me like, give me give me Walters against the lefty. I'll play him. Your boy too. I would hope. I would love for him to start. He might. Yeah, it depends on Lemayhew, right? Like if he's back or not. He played today, but uh, he had a tough day at the play today, so he might not play. But God, it'd be great if he did. Yeah, because I doubt they sit story against the. And, and he says he actually gained second base eligibility to it now too, so you can actually play around with him a bit. I know it's awesome. Um, nobody that I can really think of outside of maybe like fading Carlos Gonzalez, but maybe they'll throw him in the outfield. They don't have that many righties in the outfield right now, right? They've got all lefties. Blackman, yeah, maybe they'll, maybe they'll, maybe they'll stick him in the outfield. Um, I love the righties, and I don't mind playing Blackman. What about the White Sox here? <sighs> You know, I said play them all, and then I kind of thought about it, and I was like, do I really want to play someone against Marquis? You want to play Jose Abreu and Garcia. They mash fly ball pitchers. Marquis a fly ball pitcher against righties. This is a great spot for Jose Abreu and Aviso Garcia. Yeah, I guess. I definitely don't want to play much Mark Reynolds. He's been freaking frigid right now. I'll yeah, have you, some. You throw, you throw Jose Abreu in your Colorado stack. I don't hate it. Don't hate it's it. It's just like his numbers against flyball pitchers are insane. Yeah, that's not a bad call. I can't hey, Garcia that. is thirty eight hundred on fan, or on DraftKings. He's just way too cheap. Rockies, Abreu. <laughs> All right. Taking lots of notes. This is a large slate. I don't want to forget anything. I'm, I'm taking notes too. Don't worry. Um, Cincinnati, Arizona. Um, we have Tim Adelman against Zach Greinke. Nine total here. Greinke, a one eighty eight favorite. I said I might have to change my fade. I really don't like Granky here. Hmm. And I'm the Granky guy. I play this guy all the time. I just do not like the spot for him. Why? Um, I did some batted ball profile research. He doesn't yeah, profile well against the Reds. Done that yet, so. okay. What's that? I said I haven't done that yet. So <laughs> he, <laughs> he just doesn't profile well against the Reds. And the Reds have been actually a lot better this season than you know people just continue to look at. They're just <laughs> been solid. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, like I already mentioned, like we haven't gotten to any of the guys yet, but I'm really not in – I mean, we've got a couple, I guess, but I'm just not really in a position where I'm really wanting to pay up a pitcher today. So any reason not to, like I like probably probably play Tim Adelman first. Like we've seen this guy has K upside, and we know Arizona is hot and cold, and he can generate the strikeouts in a hurry. Jake Lamb's warming up. <laughs> well, that, that's that's the problem. He might give up a home run, but I think Adelman's reverse splits, isn't he? He's so weird. Like he, he's like a neutral like guy. His stats are just weird. I stopped just, trying to guess on this guy. He strikes out everyone or he gives up home runs. It feels like Pineda 2.0. Yeah, his K rate to righties is like 10.6 or some nonsense like that. It's through the roof. He can't get a lefty out to save his life. Even though he gives up no hard contact against them. How's that wait? How is that even possible? How's he have a 2.5 home run per nine? On 29%, on a, I guess 50% fly ball rate, but what? 29, he's a 29% hard contact to lefties, and he's got a 2.5 home run per nine? Wow. 
you, you really must be Michael Pineda 2.0. Fastball changeup, and he doesn't throw hard. Like, he throws 89 miles an hour on average, 90 miles an hour on average, and he has an 84-mile-an-hour changeup. He Isn't throws – no, he throws his curveball 7% of the time against lefties and 15% of the time against righties, but he throws his fastball 66% of the time and his changeup 24% of the time. Yeah, I guess, that, I guess that kind of explains the lefty splits. Like, if the changeup's going, but when he misses, it's going to go a very, very long way. Looks like like he's only thrown his curveball 43 oh, times. Oh, you know what it is? He's got a sinker. He's a sinker fastball guy. So he's actually got the extra pitch there that you just can't see. Yeah, I'm guessing they just categorize it as a forcing fastball. So that's what. It yeah, because like. I have I have it. I if you I scroll down the pitch info pitch type, and it's a two seamer. It's a four seamer, forty four percent. A sinker, twenty percent, and a changeup, twenty two percent. Yeah, so they're they're two seam fastballs. Reading as a, not or reading as his sinker is reading as a two seam fastball on the site. Yeah, so I mean that's what it look. I mean that's at least for, according to Fangraphs. I think Fangraphs could be wrong. Um. All right, hitters in this game. Um. Man, I'm I'm really interested in playing Scott Shebler here. Like, I really want to play Scott Shebler here. I'm not probably going to, but I really want to. Man, they they, they are tempting you with the price. I don't want to know. Don't tell me his price, please. I think I'm going to tell you because I think he hits a home run, thirty three hundred. So Scott Shebler has a seven fifty ISO Granky's fastball range. And Greinke uses his slider and curveball changeup a little bit more against uh, lefties. Scott Shepler mashes curveballs, and he's really good against sliders. If Greinke just commits to throwing him changeups, then Greinke would be fine. But, man, if he gets a hold of one of these fastballs, Scott Shepler's just going to – this ballpark too. Yeah, he's a changeup fastball. Yeah, let's see. So fastballs, changeup. Is like seventy percent of his arsenal, sixty-two yep. percent. And he just mashes the. Change. Yeah, if he actually when he actually hits the changeup too, it it goes a long way too. Yeah, he's good ISO and good numbers. And like his X woba is three eighty-seven, his woba is two sixty. Grinky doesn't have a fast fastball either. So like, yeah. Yeah, Grinky's fastball is around 90. 90 is like the world's best arcade mode play. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I really want to play him here, and if I end up building – like I, I get to the hotel and I have some extra time before like NASCAR qualifying and I end up building a bunch of teams, then like Scott Shevler will make the t- make a team. Yeah, he should make a team anyways because I can see the tweet, the text tweet, the text now. Scott Shevler has two home runs and I didn't play him. What an idiot. <laughs> I spent I spent 15 minutes ball batted ball profiling Zach Greinke and I didn't play Shevler after having massive like – Splits against them. And spending five minutes on the podcast when I wanted to go to sleep talking about how great Scott Shevler is. Any Arizona bets? Because I do want to go to sleep. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I, I just don't see myself picking on Tim Edelman in the spot unless I get the sense that the stack is just going to be really unowned. But uh, man, Jake Lamb had two home runs and another barrel on. Thursday night. Like, if you want to play Lamb. Yeah, because- I do like the Lamb spot. The Lamb spot is good. I definitely shouldn't have just uh, overlooked him. I, I really think haven't talk- we haven't talked about too many third basemen either. No, I was just looking at my list, and there's no, no no third baseman on there. So, I mean, obviously Arenado. But- there's a third baseman in this next game, Kansas City at Oh, Los we're going to disagree, I think. We're Los Angeles Dodgers, Jason Hamill against Kenta Maeda, eight and a half total. Any interest in these pitchers? I love Maeda in this spot. Love, 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 love. Okay. Well, you're not you're not disagreeing with me yet. 
Oh no, I, I know who your third baseman is, and we're not going to just we're not going to agree. I love this spot for uh, Maeda. This uh, Kansas City suddenly has just decided that they're going to be a home run or bust team, and they've been striking out at a twenty three percent rate over the last two weeks. And I don't know why, but if you're going to try to swing and miss all through the yard against Maeda, like you know, like the guy has strikeout stuff. Like this is a guy that we were we were rostering before he went on that DL. And, you know, he finally put a couple good starts together. He had a tough start last time against San Diego, but that happens. Like, you know, you're not going to pitch perfect all, all year long. And this is kind of a nice rebound spot. Huge park. Gets a team with not a lot of power. So this kind of could be one of those really nice sneaky Kenta Manda spots. He's 7,400 over here on DraftKings. You're not paying a, a ton. And this is a guy who's got the home road splits going. Uh, 3.2 ERA at home, 6.2 on the road. He just got shelled by the Padres. Nobody's going to play him. That's kind of what I'm thinking. After watching, after seeing Josh Tomlin come in today at 15% when I had him projected at 35 because of the bad, you know, game logs, I, I'm not going to make the same mistake twice on my ADA. Um, guessing zero interest in Jason Hamill? Uh, zero interest in using him because the pitchers are so loaded, but Jason Hamill has figured it out. Uh, don't, no. He's, he's figured it out, man. No. He's really bad against left-handed bats. Sure, the Dodgers have a few of those, but it's a massive ballpark. <laughs> He's oh. been good. He's been good lately. Like he allowed six earned runs to Minnesota in his last start. Yeah, but he was good before that. Like he found against the slider. Toronto. Yeah, he throws a slider against Toronto. Of course, he was good. Boston, San Francisco, Houston. San Francisco is the worst Cleveland. team in baseball against right-handed pitching. Like the last time he was bad before that Minnesota start was the Yankee start in middle of May. He wasn't great in the Detroit start in the end of it. You didn't win a GPP with that. Uh, we don't know what the rest of the what the rest of the game went like, but he only pitched four innings. Yeah, but it, they only scored seven. I can. See, I mean, yeah, the, the Kansas City bullpen imploded, but like I just like he was a gas can early on, and he's figured it out. Like he's keep like he's only given up two or more home runs in one of his last ten, like eight. Like I, I just, I know you're gonna tell me that you like Turner. I know that's where you're, where you're going to go with this, but I don't like the Dodger stack. Come on, you like Very, the whole stack? You know I was going to like the Dodger stack. Come on, CJ. Man, I I don't see this one. Uh, like I really like the five man stack: Seager, Turner, Bellinger, Jock, Grindel. I guess like Turner is good against sliders from righties, but oh, come on. Come on. Maybe I shouldn't have quickly. Maybe I should not have dismissed him as fast as I did. I'll, I'll say that. How about that? All right. Um, you know, I was just looking at something really quick because you're Actually, like, Justin Turner is kind of the nuts now that I look at this profile even a little bit more. I told you I did my research already and wrote my articles and stuff. So. Yeah, all right. Fine. Justin Turner. Let's write him down on the list. All right. Just if the, if the Dodgers go off, just expect some tweets. That's all. Um, I just. Then, oh. Do I, definitely... why, do I really want to stack Dodger Stadium on this on this day? Really want to do that? Like, so who's the five man you like? Seager, Turner, Seager, Turner Bellinger, Jock, Grandall. Jock, Grandall. What am I allowed to make fun of Grandall for sucking? Can you make fun of him right now? Can you make fun of him right now? Like, can you no, just? No, because he's been hitting the ball well, well lately. Well, make fun of him and then play him tomorrow. No, it doesn't work like that. I, I'm not gonna make fun of him at least till, at least after the All Star break. He deserves that respect. Um, any interest in the Royals bats? Sal Perez, by the way, is like never owned. 
He's had 17 home runs in the season. You would never know that from his ownership in DFS every single night. Moustakas is the same way. He has 25 home runs and nobody ever plays him. Mike Moustakas has 25 home runs. Wow. I guess he did tack on three in the last three days. Or five. Holy yeah, but he had 22 before holy that. Like, holy. I know. Was that five in his last six? Yeah. And six in his last eight? Damn, yeah. I didn't even realize he was that hot. And nobody plays him. <laughs> well, that's because he always had one hit in all those games. That's kind of weird. Hey, as long as they're home runs, who cares? Yeah, well, hopefully he not against Maeda because I'm going to be overweight on Maeda. Oakland at Seattle, Sean Manaya against James Paxton, eight total. I've been waiting to play Paxton. Like he just hasn't had a great spot, and I just I absolutely love this spot for him. Weren't you the one earlier saying like, oh, James Paxton's going to be so high? He's going to be chalk. Like I, I don't disagree that he's going to be chalk, but like he's not going to be chalkier than Sean Manaya in this spot. Sean Manaya is too cheap, too, way too cheap. That's what I like. This, this game is why like I don't want to pay up for pitching. Yeah, this you can game. play both of these guys for sure. I love both of these guys. I love them. Like they are just in such good spots, like against each other. Like I don't see how either team, like yeah, Paxton can get bad bits from time to time, and I'll probably be underweight on him. But Sean and I on this spot, like I'm going to war, and if he gets blown up, yeah, I just lose. So be it. Like so, Oakland is 28th in Team Woba against lefties this season. They have a 25.7 percent strikeout rate, and they profile terrible against James Paxton. Yeah, I, not that I, you needed to hear that. But no, it's, yeah. you know, like yeah, they got Babbitt last time in the spot. Like, all right, let's see if they bat up them again. Let's go back to war. Oh yeah, I, I'm going back to war. Yeah, and this Paxton actually is a home road split guy too, which does which makes a ton of sense being in that ballpark. Yep. Um, man, like yeah, Manaya, like we talked about him too. I, I still I don't see myself playing any bat in this game outside of maybe a Nelson Cruz. Chris Davis with a K, of course. Come on now. Uh, yeah, our two righty masters against lefties are both in this game. Yeah, I don't know if I'll play a lot of Chris Davis. Maybe on a late slate as a hedge life. Nelson Cruz, four for eight against Manaya with two home runs. <sighs> Leaves this... game in third inning with sore quad. Yeah, I played him against a lefty, uh, what was it, two nights ago? He had home run? Yeah, it's just I can see it now, you know, right before the All-Star break. Oh, my knee, it's sore. What do you know? He is definitely one of those guys that are not going to be in the lineup on Sunday. <laughs> no chance he's in the lineup on Sunday. Like, and I could be, you know, oh, my knee hurts on Friday. I need those two days off. What do you know? All right, uh, any bats outside of Davis and Nelton Cruz? Yeah, I don't even like Davis that much, to be honest. I kind of want to, like, semi-retract that pick. Play him on the late slate. He's an ultimate hedge. He'll be 1% on that slate, too. Miami at San Francisco, Dan Straley against Matt Moore, eight this and a half. Exists. I kind of like Straley in this game. I know. A reverse splits pitcher, a fly ball pitcher in AT&T Park, and a reverse splits pitcher against a right-handed heavy Giants team. Or left-handed Where heavy. are the effing strikeouts coming from? The, well, that's the thing, right? Like that's He has a 27% strikeout rate against lefties this season. I'm just going to play Hunter Pence. He's healthy. Like No one notices how healthy he is, and he quietly has just been obliterating the baseball. So I'm just going to play Hunter Pence as a one-off. Yeah, I guess that's fine. Like He got healthy, like, and no one has noticed. Shout out to PML. He brought this to my attention. Like He's just – the exit velocity, everything is just obliterating the baseball. He's going to go on a massive hot streak. But I'm, I'm not touching the – Stanton has to have BVP on the spot, right? I didn't even look, but I just can't imagine how he doesn't. Yeah, four, four for ten. ten. Yeah. yeah, what a shocker. I'm not surprised. Ozuna's... Hey, look, Ozuna hits Matt Moore too. Yeah, 
Power ratings against a soft-throwing lefty. I, for one, am stunned by this development. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. Shocking news, too. It's just Tyler Moore revenge, too. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. They're going to get bored. They think he didn't get one in he didn't get one in St. Louis. Tyler Moore will start this game for sure. Prado got a day off. He did get a day off. Prado's like the definition of cash games. He's the definition of like five points. <laughs> get your eight points every day against lefties and call it a day. Yeah, right. All right. Um, I don't see – you said Pence. I don't see myself playing any of the Giants. I guess Pence is fine. I just – they project what, six lefties? Five? Yeah, five. Five. I just – I'm not playing Dan Straley on the slate, man. Like, No, it's fine. I can completely understand why you wouldn't play him. The upside's definitely limited, but – It's like Dan Straley for 8,000 or Shamanaya for 6,400. I, I could see shit. I could really – honestly, I could see Straley going eight innings, no hit, no hit or no runs here. I don't disagree with you, but I think I would just play it on the late slate if I was going to do it. Very fair. Very fair. Um, any final thoughts on this game? Stan and Azuna have one off upside, right? Like, they do. We know the park sucks, but just the profile. Just Yeah, but San, every time Stan goes to California, he hits well because he's from California. Ozuna right now is just obliterating the baseball. He's been unowned. I think I'd be more likely to use Ozuna than Stanton. Like he looked clueless before that two home run game. Like he was just all over the place. And I was like, I'm done with Stanton. The next day, it's two moonshots. Oh, Stanton, Stanton, Stanton. Oh, this is fun. Play draft includes the six o'clock game. Oh, don't include it for us. It's it, there's there's no option. It's uh, there's no option. You can play the 15-game slate, 2 o'clock starter. You can play the 14-game, 6.30 start. What the hell is this crap? 14 games. We're not taking anyone from the 6.30 game. I don't even remember who's playing. It's the Philly-San uh, Diego game. Oh, yeah. We don't, that's fine. No cores, no game from there, and make sure I send it to you. I took second in that uh, $5 uh, tournament they had over there. They got some new ones in the lobby, too. Nice. All right, I sent you. Friday, check them out. Those are always fun. You sent it to me. Yeah. Dude, let's see one baseball draft for Steve. We're gonna do best out of three. We're just gonna do one on air. We'll tweet out the other two tomorrow. Hey, look, I have first pick. I for one am stunned. Hey, look, Max Scherzer's on my team. I was gonna say, you know, you could actually like this is probably like one of those slates where like pitching doesn't matter as much. I was gonna say I actually might let you take the pitching, and I might just go ahead and load up on the hitters I want. Like. If, what's the difference between like if I give you, if I give you, I guess I really can't give you Degrom too. Well, if I give you Degrom, then I get to keep Carrasco and I get Maeda and Manaya. That's not the end of the world. Or Degrom, or Montgomery. Yeah, however you want to approach it. Hmm. Do I want to give you Degrom? You know what? I think I will give you Degrom because I want to take Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, uh, Aaron Judge is uh, he's pretty good at baseball. He is good at baseball. He's got like fifty barrels or some nonsense. It's ridiculous. And then I can take. He hits a home run over the weekend. I'll have thirty going in the All Star break. This is nutty. Oh, he's so good. And you remember he was like, they were he was a guy they were talking about not having on the opening day roster. 
Bellinger didn't make the opening day roster. Good effort there, Dodgers. Great effort. Yeah. I'm gonna take. Uh, you know what? Let's play this. Let's take the safer guy. Let's take Manny Machado. All right. Well, I am definitely gonna take Jacob Degrom because you're gonna take one more hitter. Um, kind of have to there. And then I'm going to take. Man, so many good spots today. I'm going to play the BVP and take Ryan Zimmerman against Dickey. Jerk. I have it highlighted on my paper. <laughs> like, play Zimmerman because of BVP. Yeah, but you weren't supposed to take, you were supposed to try to, like, let him get through. No. 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 I will say he's not my top overall first baseman on this slate, but I do like Zimmerman a lot. We just don't take first baseman some course. Yeah, I'm going to play Mark Salazuna in this format. And then I'm going to uh, – let's see. i got so many talented pitchers to choose from here. Like, it's two of Carrasco, Maeda, Paxton, Montgomery. Maeda, I guess. Like, there's five guys that kind of have graded the same. Oh, the question is if I take Carrasco when that weather doesn't clear up before first pitch, I could be in trouble. I think Carrasco's super risky here. Yeah, let's take Maeda – and let's take – actually, you get to pick your guys, but I'll, then I get to decide. Yeah, but I'm taking two hitters. All right, got him locked in. I got Jake Lamb. We kind of talked about him starting to warm up. And George Springer against Aaron Sanchez. I really like this spot for Springer. Yeah, you can have Springer. Hopefully he makes the lineup so you don't get to get it yourself out of that bad pick. Uh, I'll I think Springer's a bad pick. Yeah, I do. jeez. Oh, All right. So We'll run the best of three. Uh, let's play some Homer Derby so I can go to sleep. All righty. Uh, Ryan Zimmerman. All right. We don't take cores, so I'm going to go with – I kind of have to take this guy now. I'm going to take um, Scott Shebler. I should beat up just to make sure you have to play him, but no, I won't do that. No, I'm gonna take Shebler, and then I'm gonna take the Judge. No, the only reason I took him, I wanted you to use your veto. Yeah, I'm sure you would. I'm sure you would have been really upset if I had let you keep Judge. No, I wouldn't have been mad at all. But I'm just saying, I used him. I'm gonna go with a Dodger that I really like. I'm gonna go Bellinger. Okay, I'm gonna uh, take Carlos Gomez. All right. Stevie writes it. He thought about that. He was thinking about not letting me have that. I didn't think about it for a second. And then I'll take Daniel Murphy. Stevie's being nice. He doesn't, like, use his veto on me in, like, a week. Yeah. Um, You know, you're killing – the whole point of you using the veto is so that I know which guys to play for home runs, right? (laughs) Like, but if you don't veto, it becomes a lot harder to figure out who the hell's going to hit home runs. Sorry. Yeah. Should be sorry. All right, I'm going to go with one of the Cleveland bats that I like here, Jose Ramirez. Yeah, if I lose because of the Cleveland bats, so be it. Like, Yeah, I made sure to build my Cleveland stack while we were going here just to make sure I don't forget. Yeah, that's that's money you're not going to get back, so say goodbye messages. Goodbye, $44. You were you were nice to me. Uh, yeah, I could buy – I wouldn't have even paid for dinner tonight, but, yeah, it would have been nice. 
Yeah, but you know, could have, could have spent you on some NASCAR entries, if, as always, if you want to. Uh, oh, Daytona took care of my NASCAR entries for like the next ten weeks. I'm good. What? I said Daytona took care of my NASCAR entries for the next ten weeks. I'm good. I know. Yeah, but uh, get the package if you haven't already. Talladega's yeah. coming up, not this week, but it's coming. Kentucky, man, only six six races at Kentucky ever, so it's extremely race to extremely easy race to kind of predict, um, depending on qualifying tomorrow night. Yeah, apparently that bump is still there. By the way, did you see that? Yes, I did. I did. It is still there. You would have thought they would have fixed it. Like they'd only had to fix it, and they didn't fix the damn thing. Well, they reap. They they have new paint or new asphalt there. It's just well, <laughs> I can't nice. wait till someone hits the bump and like causes like a 10 car wreck well if it happens please happen with guys i don't have but anyway that's gonna do it here for this friday edition of the morning grind we'll be back i don't know we're gonna be back stevie i don't know um we'll be back sometime next week um enjoy your all-star break um you and i talked about doing like a best ball draft and um katie has other plans for me this this upcoming week (laughs) so um we'll, we'll kind of have to see how it plays out but um i'm sure one of these days on the all-star break you guys will hear from us but if you don't enjoy your all-star break enjoy some time off and uh we'll see you guys again soon bankroll management might not be the sexiest part of daily fantasy but it's an important one and that's why we've launched the dfs analyzer dfs analyzer will help you easily track your results and then use them to your advantage just upload your contest history and in seconds dfs analyzer will show you winnings roi records by sport contest type and more don't just view your results analyze them and gain an edge Try our free DFS analyzer tool, become a smarter, more process-oriented, hopefully more profitable DFS player. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.